In this episode, we're going to turn it up a bit and build ourselves up by talking about courage. What does it look like to be a man who is full of courage and full of strength? And even the most difficult of situations, a man of courage won't back down. He'll stand strong and firm, and he will remain steadfast. We're going to talk about the things that come to steal our courage and also how to get it back and keep it fired up all the time. Let's get fit. Welcome to TriFit Man. I'm Jeremy Tasco, and I'm on a mission to encourage and equip and ignite men all over the world for breakthrough and unstoppable growth. Thank you for joining me for this episode. Today, we're going to talk about courage. Now, in our previous episode, we were discussing the greatness of responsibility and how it's so critical to step into responsibility as it will give our lives meaning and purpose, and it will cause us to pursue and maximize our potential as we grow in our responsibilities. Today, we're going to see how responsibility um, plays such an important role in the development of our courage. All right. So as we talk about courage today, we're going to see how it's a fuel to our character. Courage is literally the internal motivating power that causes us to step up and stand strong in every responsibility that we take on. Every man of character must have courage flowing through every part of their being. And today we're going to set that part of you on fire. I'm pumped for this episode. All right. So we're going to explore three core aspects of courage. First, we're going to define it. What does it mean? We're going to look at opposition to courage. What comes to oppose it and steal um, that motivating engine within us? And number three, we're going to talk about different examples of what it looks like to be courageous. Okay. So diving in, what does courage actually mean? So simple definition, it means mental or moral strength to persevere and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty. Okay, one more time. Courage is mental or moral strength to venture into and withstand danger, fear, or difficulty, right? So oftentimes we, we equate courage with a physical activity, but there can also be a mental courage where we have a mindset that is able to withstand something that uh, might be fearful to us or something that might be difficult to us, all right? So I want you to keep that in mind. It's not just a physical presence. It's not just a physical strength. It's a mental strength, right? Another definition for courage is strength. It's the power to resist force. It's the power of resisting an attack, okay? So if there's a force against you, it's the strength and power to resist that. If there's a a power of resistance, like you're running up against something, then you can go on an offensive kind of um, movement forward and push through whatever that is, right? Now, uh, the Bible dictionary, similar to the regular uh, Merriam-Webster's dictionary, but it's got a slightly different um, angle on it. And the way it defines courage is bravery. It's the quality of mind which enables men to encounter danger and difficulties with firmness or without fear or depression of spirit, okay? So it's not like as you go into it, you're getting more and more worried, more and more worried, and then fear sets in, and now we want to retreat. 
It's actually going into that with a consistent firmness to the difficulty, holding fast, standing true as um, things come our way, both in the natural physical realm and then also mentally, of course, or spiritually also. Um, So it's valor, it's boldness, right? Courage is valor, it's boldness. Um, Now, speaking of this word valor, I just wanted to talk for a second about a couple of my favorite uh, one of my favorite movies and another one that I recently came into uh, to watch that blew my mind. But there's this movie, it's a it's a military movie called Act of Valor. It's about um, a group of Navy SEALs who are tasked with a mission to go rescue a hostage uh, in a hostile area. And then they come to uh, be retasked with an assignment of thwarting a terrorist attack. Um, it's one of the most incredible you know, wartime movies I've ever seen. Um, especially cause I, I just, I'm personally now I've never served in the military. Personally, my father was, uh, in the army. Um, I have many friends that are in military or, um, in the police force or whatnot. And, and they, they serve our country and they serve our society, our, our local communities. I have the utmost respect for, um, those men that step in and they, they serve in that capacity. Um, so this isn't, um, you know, I don't have any personal military experience, but this movie for me, it was kind of probably like really close to feeling like, wow, that's, that might be what it's like for them a little bit. Um, so this movie act of valor, the reason why I loved it is because there's so many times in this movie where there was eminent danger. There was, there was at the deeper and deeper they went into the situation, the worse and worse it seemed to get. And it was like at any one of those points, you would kind of, uh, you would kind of like understand if it was like, man, I don't know if we should be going into this. But instead, what they had to do was they like, look, we have a duty. We we took on the responsibility of this duty. We have to push forward. We have to push forward. And part of the reason why they had to is because they were the frontline force that was helping to keep um, people safe. That's an important point. I want to come back to that a little later. But uh, in the movie, it's just incredible how the team, they're there for each other, the way they operate and complement each other, the way they back each other up. Even one guy, you know, in the movie um, gives his life for his brothers. Uh, and it's it's seriously one of the most incredible movies I've ever seen. And so I really love that. And it really demonstrates what this strength looks like, what valor and boldness, that courage, the bravery that it takes when you encounter danger and difficulties, you just continue with a firmness to press through that. Um, it's just really incredible. And then this other uh, movie I saw recently uh, with my wife, this one, uh, I was on the edge of my seat. It was this um, true life story about, I think, 2018, a young Thai soccer team got um, stuck uh, due to torrential rains and a monsoon that hit. Uh, they got stuck in a cave. The cave filled up with water and these young men and their coach were stuck at the back of the cave, uh, almost two miles in. And so the long and short of it is there were many, many people who were so incredibly brave. And I was like sitting there, like I would never be able to do what these guys did. Cause like they dove in and they had to swim and literally create a path, set a guideline um, and swim all the way in to discover whether or not the boys, the Thai soccer team and the coach were even there. And they ended up finding them. They ended up extracting them out. I don't want to give away too much of the movie if you haven't seen it, but I'm telling you, this movie was one of the most incredible movies. And it was like, look, you get 
you get stuck in some tight spots. You get stuck in some places where you feel you can barely keep your head above water. We're going to get stuck in spots where it seems like it's impossible, but yet we have to take courage. We have to be brave. We have to step up and hold fast to what it is that we're looking to accomplish in life, especially for our families, for our society, for our churches, for our spouses, for our children, especially for our children. It's just, it's, it's the superpower of men. Uh, I mean, women can obviously operate with courage too, but for men, this is a super motivating power that we have to have resident and rocking in our body. Okay. Now let's talk quickly about the opposite of courage. Okay. What, um, what is the opposite of courage? And (laughs) these are going to be some strong words. Now hear me now. I'm not calling anybody these words. I'm just defining them. If you feel like there's some sting when you hear it, like, man, I'm a little like that, or I don't really like that about myself. That's okay. Right now, this is about creating an awareness about places in our life where we're not taking courage and stepping forward. And this is to get us moving and motivated, revved up, so to speak, fired up, so that we step into what it is we're supposed to be accomplishing, all right? Now, the opposite of courage, if we are not taking courage, we are being a coward, right? A coward is someone who, um, let's say they melt under the heat of the fire. They, they, They give way to fear, and they allow themselves to be completely timid. Um, it also, and this is a kind of military context, it means a deserter. So someone who gets to the front line of the fight or the situation or the responsibility or the difficulty, and they get right up to the edge of the threshold where if they stepped over, they would be operating in courage. They get to that line and they back away from the line. And some even turn and run the opposite direction. Um, and they desert, um, their, their responsibility or their duty. Okay. So the opposite of courage is cowardice. Um, along with that is this idea of timidity. It's it's lacking in self-confidence. Um, some of us, I, I get it, uh, and in some of the coaching that I do with, with the men that I work with, there are aspects of all of our lives, mine included, where we lack self-confidence, right? We, we don't we don't have the strength or we don't really have the foresight or the vision for ourselves to be able to bear through something. And rightly so, sometimes we've never done that before. Maybe we've never um, parented a child before. Maybe you're a newlywed and you're getting used to the dynamics and the communication and the, and, and the, the interplay of balance and um, you know, the, 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 the strengthening and, and supporting of your wife and then, and then getting that from her and, like all of that, like you've never done it before. So it's new and we're probably not going to be good at anything we've never done before. So what happens though, is that there's this self-confidence that's lacking. We're timid to say things or to, to assert ourselves. And so that would be the opposite. Another example of what the opposite of courage would be. Okay. Now here's one thing that comes to steal our courage, right? Now say you're operating courage. You stepped up to the line. You stepped over that threshold. You were you are walking in responsibility. You're fulfilling your duties. You're being a great man, uh, full of uh, of courageous movement and thoughts and activity in your life. But then there comes something called dread, and dread is uh, it's great fear. It's like this massive fear, right? Um, it's it produces a massive amount of anxiety. Okay, 
great fear a lot of times could uh, potentially be like, um, talk about dread, like in context to like firefighters, they're about to run into a burning building. Uh, and I know they have protocols and whatnot, but let's just, for example, they, they would, they're going into a burning building. They need to go rescue something, but there is an eminent threat to their life because a building could collapse. They may not know what um, flammable materials are in the building. And so there could be some dread. There will definitely be some anxiety and there will be a moment, especially in fire, like fireman training, right? There's a moment where dread will either stop you dead and you will not move forward or you'll sense the dread. You'll sense that great fear and that anxiety might even come and then you'll, you'll push through it. Right. Um, I experienced this some personally, um, I do jujitsu and I compete. And when I went to my uh, first jujitsu competition, that was like, whoa, this is it. It was there was definitely some dread there. Um, honestly, I'm not like I don't walk around like afraid of people per se. But when it came to time to like do your jujitsu uh, in a competition against somebody who's coming for you, there was definitely great fear and anxiety that was you could you know, I could barely breathe. I had cotton mouth. I was shaking. Uh, adrenaline starts going and you're just, it's, it's fight or flight time, right? Dread will stop you dead. Again, you'll, I would have, if I was in dread and I stayed in dread, I would have walked off the mats and been like, I can't do this. This is too much. Like I'm, um, I'll do it another day. I would have stepped away from it. Right. I'm bringing, I'm kind of harping on this point because there's areas in our life where there's things that are difficult. There's things that we are going to have to bear and this is why I say this is like a catalyst to, to staying in the realm of responsibility. If we allow dread to stop us dead, we will not move forward. And then guess what's going to come? Fear. Fear is going to come and it's going to freeze us. It's, we're going to be frozen dead in our tracks and we're not going to move forward. And it's going to be very difficult on us. Now, one last thing. Um, when dread comes, there's also something that comes from um, disappointment. Okay. So maybe we missed an opportunity. So we're disappointed or something just in life happened. We lost a loved one. Um, you know, um, all these various types of traumatic experiences. Um, and there's this dismayed, uh, we're just broken down by fear. There's just been too much that's happened. Maybe I've had too many failures. Maybe, um, I've wrestled with fear for so long that it's just this ongoing battle and I can't seem to ever get the upper hand. So I become dismayed. I become uh, broken. I'm, I'm like always trying to run on mud, right? Not ever getting any traction. So that is another thing that comes to steal our courage, all right? But now, here's the remedy. For all four of these, for all four of these, kind of the kicker in between all of them is this idea of fear right? Lacking in self-confidence usually means that we won't put ourselves out there, but we won't put ourselves out there because something happened, right? Cowardice means there's great fear up ahead. I don't want to go over there. I'm out of here. Bye. I didn't sign up for this. And then we bail or we quit, right? Dread and dismayed. Just too much has happened over too much of a period of time. My anxiety is over the over. I'm overwhelmed by anxiety. I'm drowning in fear and I'm stepping away, right? Sounds pretty bad. And trust me, I have had periods and years of my life where I've been depressed and I've felt uh, that, that serious discouragement, that lack of any kind of power, that, that just kind of like rolling through the day, um, just like you're like fog. You're just rolling through everything. There's darkness all around you. And I get it. 
I get it a hundred percent. And my clients, we work on this. Um, and I got to say the remedies are coming. We're about to talk about the remedies, but I just wanted to, to, um, highlight those four items and then also let you know that courage comes, it overcomes fear, right? Courage requires us to step into something regardless of how we feel. If we focus on our feelings, fear is going to keep us bound. But if we focus on action, activity, what can I do? What can I solve? What can I, you know, it's having a solution-oriented mindset um, and constantly, persistently pushing to problem-solve, solve the next problem, solve the next problem. They don't have to be big problems. They be little problems. Just solve the next little step, but keep the momentum moving forward, and that will keep you encouraged. That's exactly what it is. It's just keeping that momentum driving forward at whatever increment. It doesn't have to be really fast. It just needs to keep moving, right? When we stop and we start to retreat, that's when fear will just create a huge wall and it will try to intimidate us to never come back in that in that area ever again. Um, failing will also try to get us to never come back into that area again, right? How many of um, us run into failed relationships? You know, whether it's friendships or business relationships, marriages, um, you know, relationships that that totally dive bomb for whatever the reasons. Then we just we get hurt and we go, you know what? I don't ever want to go down that path again. Well, it would probably do you good to go down that path again because it would develop your character. You would um, have to be courageous in stepping into that. There's definitely going to be some things that you need to be responsible for. There's definitely some things probably coming out of those situations that you can learn from, right? And not step into the same potholes that you did before. And as you do this, your fear of failing will begin to... um, just dissolve and it will start to go away because you continue to have success as you take steps forward. Right now, I want to give you a quick example. One of my clients, uh, he is a collegiate wrestler and we were talking about his, his wrestling game and you know, what could he do to continue to improve and expand upon his game? And he expressed, you know, expressed to me that he was more of a counter fighter. He would wait for his opponent to take action and he would counter that action. And while that's cool and a good strategy, I wanted to give them a stretch, you know, to work on something you've never worked on before, right? Let's get out of a place of where we're comfortable and we feel competent and let's go into a place where we're not comfortable. We're definitely not competent, but that's the place where we find growth, right? Hear that. The place that we find growth, the most amount of growth is going in a direction with intention, like we're not just flippantly diving into stuff, but intentionally going into a direction where it's going to require us to take on a responsibility. It's going to require us to bring to bear all of what we know, even though we're going into an area that we don't know. Also, we may not be competent at this. Okay. So I encouraged him. I said, Hey, what, what do you do with going for takedowns? And he says, I don't really go for takedowns as much because I wait for my opponent to try to take me down. And then I reverse the position and I'm like, that's good. Okay. How much success are you having with that? Okay. 80% of the time I'm able to reverse the position. Awesome. That's actually really good. I said, okay, well, what about the 20%? Why don't we focus on the area um, that is underdeveloped? Okay. And so as we did, what was interesting is we found out that there was this underlying, now he's not a fearful guy. He's a, he's a great guy. He's got a strong aptitude, very strong mentally, but we found out that there was kind of an unspoken underlying fear of 
going for the takedown and then getting into a worse position than you would have otherwise if you were more of a counterfighter. Understandably so. Get it? So I said, okay, here's the test. Or here's the, uh, here's the situation we need to work through. What is the worst case scenario of you shooting in for the takedown? What is it? Okay, so the key here was to expose the fear. Once it was known, if we don't know that there's a fear, I get it, that, that happens. But most of the time we start to scratch at the surface as to why am I not stepping into this? Why am I not going forward? Why am I not, why, I feel like I'm running up against a wall here. What's going on? Generally speaking, there is some sort of underlying belief or fear of an outcome that we can't uh, anticipate or, or we don't know. And so because it's so uncertain, there is hesitation in our life. So for my wrestler client, what he ended up doing was we spent a week where he only focused on takedowns. He solely focused into the area where he was underdeveloped. Okay. So for some of us, we might have to focus on our communication skills. For some of us, we might have to focus up on our follow through. For some of us, we might have to focus on when I say yes, I mean yes, and I follow through with yes. I take on no more than that. I just do what I know I can I can do, maybe a little bit more to test that area where I'm a little less competent and, and I'm underdeveloped. And after a week of him shooting, what happened was we 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 found that this, he said, man, now I don't have any problem shooting. Like I've got no problem going in there. I was like, well, what did you discover when you shot? Or went for the takedown. Well, I discovered that it wasn't as bad as I thought. Like I only got to the takedown a few times and the other few times I got into a bad position, but most of the time it was kind of neutral. Cool. That's great. So we continue to push that forward, right? So I just share that story of, of my client's um, success there because I wanted to um, talk about kind of the mechanics of how we can have courage over fear. Define the fear, draw a line. What is it that's, that's preventing me from pushing past this, right? And then we are going to move forward um, with courage every time because we've now given ourselves kind of a, a, a mechanism whereby we can identify the fear, identify the place of hesitation. How do I step past that? Great. Now we're going to bring a bunch of intention and focus into that area. Just pour everything you are into that area for a short, brief period of time to just break down that wall and, and blow out that path. So now you know, okay, I can go down this path at any time. I can go down this path at any time, right? And that's the key to development and continued growth there. Okay, so now let's talk our kind of our third area of courage for every situation, okay? Um, now, I want to read to you a scripture. And this is out of the book of Psalms. It's actually Psalm, sorry, put the S on there, but Psalm 112. I'm going to read this whole thing to you, and then I want to speak to you from it a little bit. Psalm 112 says, Praise the Lord. Blessed are those who fear the Lord, who find great delight in his commands. Their children will be mighty in the land. The generation of the upright will be blessed. Wealth and riches are in their houses, and their righteousness endures forever. Even in darkness, light dawns for the upright. For those who are gracious and compassionate and righteous, God will come to those who are generous and lend freely, who conduct their affairs with justice. Surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. 
They will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast, trusting in the Lord. Their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. In the end, they will look in triumph on their foes. Right? So, right here in verse 6, surely the righteous will never be shaken. They will be remembered forever. Verse 7, they will have no fear of bad news. Their hearts are steadfast. Trusting in the Lord, their hearts are secure. They will have no fear. So I'm reading out of the NIV and other translations. It actually talks about they will have courage. And that's where it's talking about being steadfast um, and having a heart that is secure. Um, I really love this too. Out of verse 7, it says their hearts will be steadfast. So the heart of man is is our soul. It's our mind, not our brain, but our mind. It's the way we are. It's our personality, right? It's the, the aspect, the nature of us, the essence of us that uh, will commit to something or will not commit to something. It's the, it's the most malleable part of us where we can grow and, you know, where we might've had fear at one point, but then we can start to push down into that place where we, we have some of those, um, uh, those, weak areas, right, where we're underdeveloped. And if we start to push into those areas, we will actually grow and we will expand. And so we can be strengthened in our heart, all right? So this is really cool. Don't resent, but be content, right? In the Bible in Philippians 4.11 says, not that I am speaking of being in need, for I have learned in whatever situation I am in to be content. I know how to be brought low and I know how to abound. In any and every circumstance, I have learned the secret of facing plenty and hunger, abundance and need. I can do all things through him who strengthens me. Okay. Now, we're dipping into the Bible a little bit, obviously. And the reason why is because there's two aspects to courage. The first aspect is our own self-confidence. It's more tied to our skills what I'm able to give myself to and then develop and do, right? Like if I'm becoming a mechanic, I have to learn the tools and then I start to learn the processes and then I can start to run the process so that I can remove the part, replace it with a new part, put it all back together the right way I'm supposed to, right? We're building a skill. We're building a competency, right? That is fantastic. And we'd have to definitely be courageous in doing that. It's like what I was saying earlier about, communication, like in a, in a, in a marriage, sometimes, um, men find themselves, uh, for lack of a better way of saying this, just, we, we don't find the right words to say to our wife. We're, we're not quite communicating in a way to where she's understanding us and we're understanding her. And so I have to actually steer my life into that place where I'm underdeveloped. I'm, I might need to expand my vocabulary a little bit. I might need to slow the conversation down. I might need to ask more questions and say, Hey, you said this, just so I understand, did you mean this or did you mean this? And we just slowly work through that so we can develop that skill, okay? So that is kind of up to us, right? We have to give ourselves to that process. There's another aspect, though, to courage that is beyond us. It's supernatural, okay? It's not just in the natural realm with my own hands, my own mind, my own intellect, my own strength, but it's actually a supernatural power that supersedes um, even my own strength, and it comes to bolster or strengthen, help my own courage. 
where my courage might start to be failing, there is supernatural force that will give me additional courage, okay? And so that's why I went into the scriptures. I know a lot of people uh, have maybe heard this scripture, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So that's really interesting. Paul here, the Apostle Paul is the one um, sharing this. He's saying that I can do all things, whether I am high and lifted up or I am the lowest of servants. All of these, I've learned the secret. The secret is to be content, to be satisfied. Now, I don't mean satisfied as in resting, resting back, kicking up our feet and going into laziness. I mean, in the situation I'm at, where I'm at right now, right today, I am content. I am satisfied. And I intend tomorrow to continue moving forward. I believe that's where some of the satisfaction comes in life is that I know that the man I am today has grown even just a little bit than the man I was yesterday. If I have incremental growth from day to day, every single day I can look at myself and go, you know what? I'm really proud of where I'm at right now because I am seven steps further than where I was seven days ago, okay? And for some of us, I know we need to get into that level of momentum. We need to get into that rhythm of success, and it's there for you. It's coming. It's right there, okay? Now, I wanted to share another scripture about courage being part of our makeup. It's, it's built into us. Um, this is out of 2 Timothy uh, 1.7, and it says, For God gave us a spirit, not of fear, but of power and love and self-control. All right. So within us, we don't have anything made up within us in our new spirit. That is, if you've received Jesus as your savior and recognize him as Lord of your life, you have a new spirit. So your spirit is now fortified by God himself as the spirit that he designed and put within us is power, love, and self-control. So even if my own soul has a conflict with courage, my spirit is full of power and love and self-control. And so actually my soul, I'm getting a little out there right now, but my soul can draw on the spirit that God gave me. And so that is why Paul is saying, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me because it's the spirit of God within me that gives me strength, that supernatural aspect to my life that grace on my life that helps me to push through even when I don't think I can, even when I've tried everything, even when, you know, I'm going to just be a little bold and straight right here. Even when we're stuck in addiction, right? When we're stuck in alcoholism, we're stuck in pornography, when we're stuck in pills and weed and all these other things that drive us down a path of, of, of just complacency and inadequacy and it's just masking the areas where we have fears and walls and we don't want to step over anything, sometimes we need that supernatural strength that will push and power us through those areas where our soul is just so dismayed and defeated and it's, it's being run down by, I'm just getting emotional because I know what this feels like. I know what it feels like to feel like there's so much uh, fear and opposition and where I'm trying to go. And I'm stuck, you know, in my twenties, like pornography was such a problem. I never thought I was going to get over it. it. I was so, I was battling that thing. I wanted it out of my life. And, and it just was day after day after day, just wrestling against that thing. And eventually a supernatural grace came on my life. I can't say that I actually did anything in the natural that 
changed it. Maybe a couple things, a couple little uh, things to help keep me um, at certain vulnerable points. But most of all, I needed that grace of God. I needed his strength to help me get me through the impossible thing. And so I believe that for you, that God can get you through the impossible thing. And it makes me emotional, but emotional in a sense that I know he can do this for you. I know he has this for you. I'm excited for the breakthrough that he's coming, that he's going to give to you, right? God didn't give us a spirit of timidity. He didn't give us a spirit of dread, but of power, love, and self-control, okay? Now, one of these secrets to allowing courage to generate within you um, comes out of the scripture also. It talks about waiting on the Lord. 1 Corinthians 16, 13 says, be watchful, stand firm in faith, act like men, be strong. So in everything we have, in our spirit, our soul, and our body, we have to be watchful, stand firm in the faith, act like men, be strong. But the key there is to wait on the Lord. Okay, wait on the Lord. That sounds really great. What does that actually mean? Waiting on the Lord means that we seek his counsel, his wisdom, prior to us just diving into everything we're doing, okay? So this could be in prayer. This could be through reading in the word. Um, You know, one of my favorite scriptures out of Proverbs 3 uh, says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding, your own strength. In all your ways and everything you do, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Acknowledge him. Wait on him. Pray and ask him to help you. Don't walk through life arrogant like you've got it all figured out. Ask for supernatural support and possibly even earthly support. That is one of the other ways that we are able to generate courage, and that's through brotherhood. That's fellowship. That's having friendship. That's having a brother you can call and go, man, I'm having a week. You just hear me out. Yeah, dude, what's going on? And we just talk. I got guys that know they can text me, call me at any time, and we just get on the phone. Uh, Man, this is going on. Man, that's going on. Man, I just totally screwed my life up right here, and I did this. Okay, well, what are we going to do to climb out of it? Right? It's always forward moving. Yeah, we're repenting. We're getting back in, in alignment with the Lord and alignment with our relationships, getting back into integrity, but we have to move forward, even though we have failed right? Forward movement in the face of failure is courage. All right. One last scripture I want to give to you. It's Psalm 31, 24. It says, be strong. Let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord, right? So it's so important. Inquire of the Lord, uh, wait, read, pray, just give to him some time, Give to him your day. Give to him everything. And he will impart his supernatural courage to you that will build you up and pull you through every situation you're facing. All right? Now, wrapping this up, um, we build our courage also by taking intentional action. Okay? Earlier I was talking about this. We don't just run into the fire, right? It's an intentional, it's strategic. That's what intentional means. It means that you put some thought behind it. We're thinking through the situation, not just flippantly running through it, okay? There's going to be days. Now, remember this. 
as we start down the path of courage, there's going to be days where we have breakdowns, okay? There's going to be days where we fall short, where we fail, where we took our best shot and it did not amount to what we wanted. We did our best effort even, and we still weren't successful. Those are the days where I would say courage has its greatest opportunity to to rise up within you. It has its greatest potential to rise up within you in the areas where you feel like you are inadequate or underdeveloped. Those are the areas where I want you to wrestle. I want you to remember my wrestler client, and I want you to go in for the takedown. Get in there. I had a a trainer in jujitsu tell me one time, and it just it just totally shifted a mindset for me. He said, listen, when you go in for this move, I was learning a judo throw. When you go in for this move, you have to get in all the way. You got to go all the way into it, not partway. If you go partway, it won't work because you won't have the right leverage. Go all the way in. And then he pointed at me and he said, you have to be brave. And it was almost like, it's almost like, whoa, I felt like I was getting like (laughs) filled up with energy because that was the truth. I was actually found that threshold. I found that threshold that I was like, man, I'm, I'm only going partway in because I don't know what's going to happen if I don't go, if I go all the way, I'm not, I don't know what's going to happen because I, I haven't gone all the way yet. So I went all the way in and I executed the throw and it was like, wow, that was a lot. That was actually easier than I thought. How many times have we figured out like something was easier than we actually thought it was going to be because we took the action, we got in there and, and it broke open that barrier to where we now had an opportunity to continue to grow in this place that was undeveloped. And now we become competent. Now we become confident, right? This is the engine. Courage is the engine. It's the fuel for us to grow and develop and mature and rev up our self-confidence, right? And if our self-confidence fails, we can wait on the Lord. Because he will endue us. That means he will impart. He will give, send. He will inject. That's what the word encourage means. It means like insert, inject courage into us. All right? And this is how we will learn also how to encourage ourselves. All right? The most important way of encouraging ourselves is we have to believe. We have to think that we can do the thing, right? Even if we're uncertain about the outcome. How many times do we start down a path and we stop because we don't know what's coming up next? Instead of doing that, we have to go, I know I don't know what's next. But I know I'm going to find out. (laughs) As soon as I go into this, I will find out what's next, right? Let this be, uh, let courage literally be a ticket to adventure for you. Like what is going, what are you going to find? Uh, let it be a ticket to discovery for you. What are you going to find? What are you going to uncover? Once you are brave and you have courage and you push into the thing that you've been pushing yourself away from, what happens when you push into that? When you believe you can, when you engage and you get in there, okay? And if you're having trouble here, again, I would endorse Put yourself in an encouraging environment, an environment that's going to have people around you that have strong mindsets, uh, strong, um, positive, uh, solution-oriented type of thinking, moving forward, okay? If you're around people that are complaining, if you're around people that are like, oh, I don't think we can do it, if you're around people that are just, um, why, why would you even waste your time with that? Like, that is the opposite, 
of courage. And so we might need to get in within a, a different environment, right? Maybe develop some additional friendships with people who are also striving, running hard, running forward, and your courage will go to completely new levels. Now, wrapping this up, let's talk about, here's the challenge. We have to be aware of where there might be fear. You might even not know there's fear, but if you sense there's a hesitation in something, it usually means that there's some something that you, you um, uh, there's an obstacle you're anticipating that you may not know what's going to happen as you reach that obstacle. The only way to find out is to go straight, right up tight to the obstacle and see what's going on, right? The only way to blast fear is to take action, right? We don't know every single outcome in life. That is called uncertainty. It's actually the variety of life. It makes things kind of fun and interesting. If we knew what was going to be the outcome of every single situation, life would be mundane and boring. It's not like that. There's plenty of uncertainty to go around. Um, Most people have a healthy fear of the unknown. Like that's just kind of a normal thing. Um, But what we need to do as men who are courageous is we have to not fear what the outcome might be. We just have to go discover what the outcome is going to be. All right. We have to ask ourselves. the key here is what's the worst possible outcome? Ask yourself that question. And I even encourage my clients, write this down, write down where, you know, this could go wrong. That could go wrong. This could go wrong. That can go wrong. And once you take a look at those, you go, okay, I'm prepared for any of those because now, you know, so now it's not so uncertain, right? You just ran the exercise in your mind of running through the different outcomes that could possibly be. Now, you still might not, you still might find there's an outcome that you didn't know or didn't write down. That's okay. But at least you went through the exercise of like, look, there's these five things that I might encounter, maybe a surprise, but at least I know what these five might be. Let's go find out what's going to be, right? Remember, fear freezes. Courage takes commitment. Today, you have to commit to taking action. And that action is fueled by courage, right? So I just, my prayer for you today is that you step into this, that you become a man of courage and that God himself, the Lord, as you wait on him, will give you the courage and strength to withstand in every single aspect of difficulty in your life. All he's called you to, all the responsibilities you need to bear, that you will be able to do it, that you will find success in what you're driving towards as you wait on him and as you take courage, right? Awesome. Well, thank you for listening to the TriFit Man podcast. If you're enjoying and growing from the podcast, then I would welcome you. Please subscribe to the channel. Also, I love when people leave comments. And if you could, uh, if you're listening to us on Apple or Spotify, leave us a review. Those reviews go a long way for us in helping to spread um, the word of encouragement to men all over the world so we can all grow into the men we know we're destined to be. If you have any questions, or like I said, with the comments or suggestions for content, please drop those into the YouTube comments. And I just want to thank you again for joining me on this episode as we discussed courage. I hope that you're fired up and ready to go. Um, Stay tuned for our next episode. And until then, stay fit and grow strong.